What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews, exclusively here as always on the Casa D18 Studios channel. I, of course, am your host, the Renegade JJ Williams, and today I'm going to be discussing from 2012 Hotel Transylvania, starring Adam Sandler, Selena Gomez, Andy Samberg, Kevin James, Steve Buscemi, Fran Drescher, Molly Shannon, David Spade, CeeLo Green, and John Lovitz. What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining me today. As always, right here on another brand new episode of Renegades Reviews. Today, like I said at the top of the show, going to be going to Hotel Transylvania, taking a step away from some of the more adult-themed um, reviews that I've been doing this month, give you a little something a little bit more family-friendly, all ages. And our film opens in the year 1895. And Martha, the wife of Count Dracula, has just been killed at the hands of a human mob. Now, in order to protect his newborn daughter, Mavis, Drac orders that a massive five-star hotel be built in Transylvania. And the hotel is supposed to serve as Drac and Mavis's new home, as well as provide sanctuary for other monsters in the world where they can come, relax, without having to live in fear of persecution. Some of the most famous monsters in the world come over the years and frequent the hotel. Some of these include Frankenstein and his wife Eunice, Wayne the werewolf, as well as his wife Wanda and their extensive family, tons of pups just running around, literally attached to them as they walk around most of the time. The Invisible Man, Griffin, and Murray the mummy. These are just a few. There's also Bigfoot. There's Blob. There's all these different monsters. We then flash forward to the present day. And it's Mavis's 118th birthday party. Dracula for years has told Mavis about how unsafe the outside world is. But he promised her that on her 118th birthday... She could experience it for herself. Drac keeps his promise, but he sets up an elaborate ruse. He ends up having hotel personnel erect a fake village and uses the zombie bellhops to portray humans. The ploy is to make Mavis feel like nothing has changed in the world in 118 years, and frighten her back to her father. And, you know, by doing this, her father will protect her like he always has. The plan works. Mavis returns home. However, what Drac didn't count on, a 21-year-old human boy follows the zombies back to the hotel. This compromises the safety of the guests because that there's a human now in their presence. Unable to safely get rid of the boy, whose name is Johnny, before he's discovered, 
Track disguises him as Frank's cousin. Basically tries to say that Johnny is related to Frankenstein's right arm. Because, you know, Frankenstein is sewed together from pieces of many different corpse. So the person who used to belong to the right arm of Frankenstein is related to Johnny. So they call him Johnny Stein. Johnny eventually encounters Mavis and the two Zine. Now, a Zine is some, something in the monster world, and it's very much akin to love at first sight. Drac improvises that Johnny is a party planner who's there to help plan Mavis's birthday party in order to make the party a little bit more hip and not as vintage and old school as the parties Drac is used to planning. Johnny's personality ends up endearing himself to the other monsters, but this worries Drac. Drac tries to order Johnny to leave, but Mavis ends up bringing him back because the two zinged. After Johnny shows Mavis the beauty of a sunrise, Mavis becomes inspired to give humans another chance. Hotel chef Quasimodo and his pet rat Esmeralda learned that Johnny is a human and they kidnap him to try to cook him. Drac gets involved, and he uses his magic in order to freeze Quasimodo. This way, he won't be able to reveal the truth about Johnny, that he's human. Drac takes Johnny to his quarters and shows Johnny a portrait of Martha. And Johnny recognizes the woman immediately. And he knows the whole story about how her and her husband died. Drac then pulls back the cover to reveal that to Johnny that Martha was his wife. The woman that he knows the story about was Drac's wife, Mavis's mom. However, Johnny only has half the story right because clearly Dracula is still alive. Only Martha perished. And when, ja when Drac tells Johnny that a human mob is responsible for Martha's death. Johnny realizes why Drac built the hotel and why he is so overprotective of Mavis. He gets it. The light bulb flickers on in his head. Johnny agrees to leave for good, but Drac persuades him to stay in order to avoid ruining Mavis's birthday. The party the next night is a huge success. And Mavis is looking forward to opening a gift from her mother. Before her mother died, she left behind a gift specifically for Mavis to open on her 118th birthday, which is this year. It's tomorrow. So Mavis has been clamoring to open this gift that her mom left her. But when Johnny and Mavis share their first kiss... Drac explodes and inadvertently confesses to deceiving Mavis with the town. A still-frozen Quasimodo bursts in, and Mr. Fly 
reveals through his frozen speech that Johnny is a human. And Drac knows it and has been hiding it from everybody all along. The guests are shocked and outraged by the deceit that Dracula has presented it. Mavis is undeterred, though. She still wants to be with Johnny. Johnny pretends to be uninterested in Mavis and rejects her out of respect for Drac in the hotel, not wanting to cause harm to any of the monsters. Heartbroken, Mavis flies off to the roof of the hotel with her mother's present. Drac follows, hoping to comfort his daughter, and together they discover that Martha's gift to Mavis is a book that tells the story of how her and Drac zinged. Drac admits to Mavis that he is out of touch, doesn't know humankind's tolerance in the modern day, and apologizes to his hotel guests. Drac persuades his friends, Frank, Wayne, Griffin, and Murray, to enter the human world with him in order to try to find Johnny. Wayne's daughter, Winnie, picks up Johnny's scent, and they discover that he's about to board a flight back to the United States. The Drac pack head out to the airport, but they're delayed along the way when they hit a village that is having, of all things, a monster festival. So here they are out in the human world for the first time in years, and they discover a town that is celebrating their existence. People are dressed up like mummies, like Frankensteins, like Draculas, like werewolves, all just having a blast to, to show their support for these creatures whose folklore has inspired them for all these years. The humans agree to help the monsters, and a group of men that are dressed as Dracula, as vampires, have their capes lifted in order to provide Drac shelter from the sunlight so that he can fly to the airport. Drac arrives just in time to see Johnny's plane take off, and he gives chase in bat form, which causes him to burn some in the sunlight. Drac is able to get Johnny's attention, and then he makes his way to the windshield in order to use his mind control powers on the pilot. Drac then apologizes to Johnny through the pilot and says that Mavis is allowed to make her own decisions now. She is old enough. Johnny accepts the apology, and Drac manipulates the pilot in order to return to the Transylvania airport. Drac takes Johnny to Mavis and tells her that he approves of her and Johnny being together. Johnny admits that the zine was mutual, and the two of them kiss. And as our film draws to its conclusion, the monsters celebrate Mavis's birthday, and everybody is happy at the hotel. You know, I, I can't just do all kinds of serious movies here. 
I've got to try and mix it up a little bit every now and then. Do something fun. And Hotel Transylvania is just that. It is fun. You know, you think about the monster movies of old. You think about Frankenstein, Dracula, the Wolfman, the Invisible Man, the Mummy, the Blob, the Creature from the Black Lagoon. All those type of classic vintage monster movies. And here they are in animated form essentially introducing an entire new generation to them through these animated caricatures of themselves. I love this series of films. You know, Adam Sandler movies in recent years have been very hit or miss. They're either really, really good or they're really, really garbage. But the Hotel Transylvania series is a straight-up hit. Every single one of them so far has been good. There's a fourth one that's supposed to be coming out this year, which will extend it into a franchise over a trilogy. But we're talking about the trilogy right now. And like I said, the whole, the whole folklore being resurrected, the entire exposure of these characters to a new generation. Nothing but a positive. I can't wait to be able to show my niece and my nephew and future kids the real classic universal monsters once they get to the age after they have grown accustomed to seeing some of them through these movies. You know, my niece is five and she loves the Hotel Transylvania movies. And I figure in another couple of years, I can start slowly exposing her to Frankenstein and Dracula and the Wolfman because even though those are by definition horror movies, they're psychological. They're not violent. And by today's standards, I mean, hell, they'd probably get a G rating with the way that they're executed and the way that stuff is shown. I seriously doubt they'd even get a PG rating. When it comes to Hotel Transylvania, though, I, I'm i going to give the original... Four and a half out of five stars. I really, really like it. Like I said, the, the way they bring all these characters together, the all-star voice cast, you know, Adam Sandler, Selena Gomez, Andy Samberg, Kevin James, Steve Buscemi, you know, the list goes on and on. It is just a star-studded cast, and they all do such an amazing job with their roles four and a half out of five stars what do you guys think out there about hotel transylvania let me know if you're watching on the live stream leave your thoughts over here as it's going on if you're watching it on demand leave your thoughts in the comment box below i'll reply to you as always let's get out there on the social media let's get those hashtags out there Hashtag Casa D18 Studios, hashtag Renegades Reviews, 
hashtag Renegade Returns, and of course, the ever popular hashtag Shenanigans. Merchandising. Merchandising? What's that? Merchandising. Come, I'll show you. Merchandising, merchandising, where the real money's made. Make sure you get out there, do what the commercial just told you. Go to teespring.com slash stores slash Jeff Meacham Network. Get you your official merchandise of the Jeff Meacham Network. Get you your Jeff Meacham Network logo shirts, Meachamania, Talk Wrestling. Get you your official merchandise of the Casa D18 Studios Brotherhood, Stat Boy Sports Bar, hashtag Stat Boy Approved, Dad's Not Always on Wrestling, The Renegade J.J. Williams, and so much more. Tomorrow, back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel, when I bring you yet another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews, make sure you join me as I discuss Hotel Transylvania 2 from 2015, in which the majority of our cast returns, Adam Sandler, Selena Gomez, Andy Samberg, Kevin James, Steve Buscemi, Fran Drescher, Molly Shannon, David Spade, John Lovitz, all back in the fold. Keegan-Michael Key takes over the role of the mummy for CeeLo Green. And then we also introduce Asher Blinkoff, Dana Carvey, and Chris Kattan to the fold. So you're definitely not going to want to miss Hotel Transylvania 2 tomorrow, right back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel. Thank you guys for tuning in and watching. I greatly appreciate it. All you guys that joined me during the live stream and the premiere, thank you for leaving your comments over here. All you that tune in and watch it on demand later on in the day, thank you for leaving comments in the comment box below. I will get back to you as always. I appreciate each and every one of you, my loyal viewers, and I will see you guys next time.